got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, we are going to be talking about Bitcoin and Cardano because Bitcoin over the weekend finally breached $50,000 just as we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We said that Bitcoin was in a ton of very bullish uh, predicaments and we were expecting it to break $50,000. It's now trading at $50,300 at the time of shooting this. And we're also going to be talking about Cardano because Cardano is very quickly rallying up to $3. It's trading at $2.83 right Right now, we're going to be doing some in-depth technical analysis on Bitcoin and then Cardano. We're going to be giving you guys the bullish, the bearish, price predictions, and trade setups on both of those cryptocurrencies, so you're not going to want to miss today's show. We go live 9.30 Eastern Time Monday through Friday, and we publish almost 30 pieces of content every single day here on the number one, every single week, I should say, every week here on the number one cryptocurrency technical analysis channel on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe. Got a lot of great content for you today, and I can't wait to get started, but before we do, I am joined, as always, by my co-host and your president, Kind of Crypto Tam. How you doing, Tam? What is up, everyone? Happy birthday to Jeb. Thank you. I don't even know what we're doing today yet, but I know that there's some plans. Oh, okay. I am 21 now, for anyone who is wondering. I turned 21 today. Thank you very much, Tam. We are also joined, as always, by Smay, who is our producer. How you doing, Smay? Happy birthday That's good enough for the next 10 birthdays. That's beautiful. Like, like That's for beautiful. real, you don't need to get me anything for the next 10 years because I'm kind of scared of what it'll be if that is your present. I'm kidding. That was beautiful, Smay. That was, okay. cool. that was, that was, that was immaculate. Guys, if you want more of Smay, then you need to make sure to tune in every single Friday for Between Two Coins. And by the way, for everybody wondering, Jeb, or probably more likely Tim and Smay, what happened to Between Two Coins? It got taken down by YouTube for violating child protection guidelines yeah, Wait, yeah i what? think i think it thinks that smay interviewed minors and the reason i know that is because i saw a post from somebody else saying please stop taking my stuff down i'm not a minor and i'm like okay so youtube is just out here yeah I, the truth is i bet you somebody reported it yeah uh hopefully that doesn't happen again <laughs> yeah it was frustrating it was a good show i watched i was watching it live and it trolling was better you guys. than episode one for sure we are constantly making improvements to the number one entertainment show on youtube which is between two coins you guys should make sure to check that out. It'll be going out. Oh, actually, are we doing one this Friday? Because we're moving this Friday. We're going to find a way. That's a good point. We'll find a way. You even, got, if, even if it's not a live show. That's going to be an interesting day. Anyway, guys, we got a lot to talk about. Go ahead and smash that like. Let's see if we can get 2,100 likes for my 21st birthday. I very much appreciate you guys tuning in. We're going to start with some Bitcoin technical analysis. Again, like I said, we're going to give you the bullish, the bearish, the predictions, and the trades because that is what you need to know. We're going to start out here on the daily chart for Bitcoin. And I'm going to actually compare it really quickly to some other cryptocurrency markets. Bitcoin right now from all time high is still down 23% on Ethereum. Ethereum is still down 23% from its all time high, whereas Cardano is actually 18% above its previous all-time high. So Cardano is leading the charge on this one. want to go ahead and set the foundation for that because the TA on Bitcoin is going to be quite a bit different than the TA on Cardano. 
But nevertheless, one of the first things I want to point out here on Bitcoin is this rising wedge that we see Bitcoin finding itself in. We have an uptrending level of resistance and an uptrending level of support. I'm going to start with the bearish factors because I like to go ahead and get the bad news out of the way first. This is bad news for Bitcoin. This uptrending rising wedge has a statistical likelihood of breaking to the downside. In fact, there is a 70% likelihood that Bitcoin should break to the downside here based on historical analysis of rising wedges. Now, if you haven't gone through the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy, which you most certainly should, the link's in the description box down below, you will know that rising wedges have a 70% chance of breaking to the downside because they have an uptrending level of resistance, an uptrending level of support, and historical analysis shows us that about 70% of the time they will break bearish. But that's not the only factor that we need to look at. Out on the daily chart, we also see that there is what is known as bearish RSI divergence on Bitcoin at the moment. That is constituted by a downtrending level of resistance on the RSI and, a and an uptrending level of resistance on the chart. So notice how we have an uptrending resistance level and we have a downtrending resistance trend right here on the RSI. These two moving in different directions are what is known as bearish RSI divergence. Let's break that down. It's bearish because they're pointed in opposite directions and the same thing as the rising wedge. Statistically speaking, if you look back on the history of markets, this is a bearish pattern. That's how we do technical analysis. We look at previous uh, trends in our price action so that we can make predictions about what will happen in future price action. It is bearish, so that's bearish. RSI, it's using the RSI, and it's divergence because these two trend lines are divergent. They're moving in different directions. The price uh, trend line is moving to the upside the uh, RSI trend line is moving to the downside. So that's bearish RSI divergence. There's a few more things, but actually there's not many. I'm actually going to jump over here to our notes really quickly tell you some of the bearish ones. Another one that we're looking at is slowing momentum on the weekly chart. That's one of the things I want to point out to you guys. If we look out to the weekly chart, Bitcoin has been moving to the upside for six weeks straight, which we're going to talk about here in a second in the bullish segment. But I want to compare what Bitcoin looks like right now to what Cardano looks like right now. They've both been moving to the upside for the last six weeks, but Cardano has obviously been moving much faster to the upside in the last six weeks. This is what you need to be paying attention to when you're doing technical analysis. This is a bit of a side note, but it's very important. You can look at this and blanket slate say, okay, we've been moving to the upside for the last six weeks on Bitcoin and on Cardano. You could say that, but you'd be missing out on so much information. More importantly than just that, let's look at how we've been moving to the upside for the last six weeks. On Cardano, we've been accelerating over the last six weeks. On Bitcoin, we've been decelerating over the last six weeks. So that is a very, very important sign. We're going to talk about how six weeks of bullishness is a bullish and good thing in a minute, but the fact it's slowing down is not that good of a thing. Reading here further on my notes, you can also guys see that we are looking at lowering volume here on Bitcoin. The volume on Bitcoin has been steadily declining over the last five weeks, along with the volatility. So we've seen the volume go down as we're entering this rising wedge. These are the bearish factors that we're looking at on Bitcoin right now. We're about to talk about the bullish, but really quickly, I want to hear you guys. Are there any other bearish factors on Bitcoin that you are concerned about or you are seeing? And Tim, am I missing anything on the bearish side for Bitcoin? No, I, I don't think so. I think you're covering everything pretty well at the... yeah. Uh, making sure I'm going through it just the same way you are. I'm pretty sure those are the exact same things I found, although, again, I spent most of my morning working on Cardano. But uh, I'm excited about what you're about to talk about with the bullish stuff. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. So one of the final things here, guys, that I want to point out on the bearish argument is that on VPVR, which is the volume profile for the visible range, you guys always ask me what that stands for, so that's what it stands for. VPVR shows how much trading we've had at certain regions. So, for example, in this area right here between 30,000 and 43,000, we had a ton of trading. But 
but right here at 42,000, you can see we didn't have very much trading at all. So VPVR shows us where support and resistance zones are. One of the last bearish things we need to pay attention to is that now we're above $50,000. We are going to be contending with this spike in VPVR volume sitting up here at $52,500 and going all the way up to sixty-two and a half thousand dollars because we had a ton of trading up here earlier on in the year so be paying attention to that but now let's go ahead and talk about the bullish factors because there are actually quite a lot of them let's start with the macd here on the daily chart you can see the macd is trending to the upside we have broken bullish over the last three days and looking out to the weekly chart of course we are bullish as well and looking out to the monthly chart, we're actually diverging bullish again. We've been having bearish convergence on the MACD on the monthly chart for the last three months. But now, since we've been moving to the upside, it looks like this is diverging bullish again. You can tell that it's diverging bullish again because of the candlestick color change right here. This color represents divergence, and this color stick rep, uh, this color, candlestick color represents convergence. So we are seeing bullish divergence on the monthly chart MACD. There's several other things, though, guys. If we look here at our moving averages... We can see that our 50 moving average has crossed bullish above our 100 moving average. Uh, you can see that right there. This is very important. This is a really, really powerful cross. This is what's known as a golden cross. And there's actually a couple of other crosses there going on right now. You can see as of today, maybe tomorrow, we're going to see a bullish cross between the 200 daily simple moving average right here. That moving average has a very, very important role to play in the history of Bitcoin. Looking back on Bitcoin's history, you generally stay above the 200 while you're in a bull market. So we definitely want to see Bitcoin stay above that. But bullish golden crosses a lot of times will happen probably about halfway through an uptrend. We've kind of debunked the power of the death cross, but the golden cross does actually have quite a bit of sway. And we are seeing that there's going to be a golden cross tomorrow. Another bullish thing I want to point out here, guys, is that the TD sequential did get overextended, but it reset perfectly. The TD sequential reset and we're now only at four, which gives us more room to run. And if we look at the RSI, yes, we're seeing bearish RSI divergence, but also keep in mind, we are only sitting at 70. So the RSI had had healthy corrections over the last several days, meaning that what we're looking at right now is most likely a very healthy run. Looking at the Bollinger Bands, we can also see that we're still in the Bollinger Bands. And as we're going to talk about in an article a little bit later, the Fear and Greed Index has us put somewhere around 70 or 80, which we can see right here. The Fear and Greed Index is currently sitting around 80, which means that there is quite a bit of bullish sentiment in the cryptocurrency market. So those are our bullish factors. Those are our bearish factors. I'll give you one more, actually, a little bit of a sneak peek. We have been bouncing off the 20 daily exponential moving average over the last several weeks that is indicative of bullishness and of course we are still setting higher highs as you can see and higher lows as you can see right here so bitcoin is firmly in an uptrend the thing we have to be careful about is where does this uptrend um, stop? What are we about to see happen? Are we going to see some consolidation? Are we going to see some sideways movement? Are we going to see a correction? Because right now we're seeing uh, two bearish sides of the same coin on Bitcoin and, a and Cardano. Bitcoin is rallying a little bit too slowly. It's losing momentum. And Cardano, on the other hand, is rallying too fast and is gaining too much momentum and could have a blow off top. So Bitcoin looks like it might be creating a rounding top. Cardano looks like it might be creating a blow off top. The question for today's stream and for today's technical analysis is are we about to see a big correction on bitcoin and cardano or is this the beginning of a massive bull market to the upside and what are we going to see happen next tim i want to hear your take on that and i want to hear chat's take also where do you think these markets are going next tim do you think we're going to see a rounding top on bitcoin do you think we're going to see a blow off top on cardano are we about to see a big correction on these or is the rally going to continue i think that we are going to see a slight correction and when I say correction, again, that doesn't necessarily mean down, although I think potentially over this week we're going to see the price drop a little bit. I think we're going to see almost a sideways correction as we continue to move up. And, and ultimately, you know, the trend is your friend until it ends. Yes. 
it hasn't ended yet. Mm -hmm. it, we're still trending up. Even these sideways downward movements are still part of an upward trend. Uh, I'm going to need to see not only a very, very strict and big fall before I say the trend is over. I also want to see it last longer than four or five days. Because even mm -hmm. last week, you know, there was the turtles predicted a week yes. ago, you know, that we're going to have a bearish week. And, and we kind of laughed at first. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, the turtles were Turtle, mostly right. The turtles were right. They were right for like four of those days. And then on that last day, the trend continued bullish, and I think we're going to see maybe something similar where we kind of move sideways and, and Tim, down. For everybody who wasn't watching the stream on Friday, Poe predicted yeah. that Bitcoin was going to go down, predicted that Ethereum was going to go up, and predicted that Cardano was going to go down. You know what's super funny? Yeah. I'm the same boat. I actually agree with Poe. I think Poe is I agree dead with on. I think he's right. Old Poe. I think it. he's right. Here, let me show you why, guys, <laughs> while you guys are asking some questions in I chat. Uh, well, I know this is up to you. I could, I still have the clip on here to roll it. that whole thing. We can roll the clip. Like, let's roll the clip yeah, at the end roll, of the stream. Let's roll at the end of the stream. Let's roll the yeah. clip at the end of the stream and we'll yeah. wrap it out with that. Uh, guys, let me show you why I think Poe might be right. Bitcoin is having a rounding top. Looks like it's going to have some correction this week. Cardano just needs correction and consolidation. We're going to talk about that in a second. Ethereum of the three is like the middle child. It's yeah. not too bearish. It's not too cold. And it's not too bullish. It's not too hot. It's sitting right there in the middle. We're not going to talk about Ethereum today, but just for your sake, it isn't an ascending triangle pattern. A lot of the factors are very bullish, but not too bullish. So Ethereum is looking good. We're going to talk about it more tomorrow. Anyway, I'm actually pretty bullish on Bitcoin in the medium term, but this week, Considering we're starting at $50,000, I'm really wondering what's going to happen here. I think that Bitcoin is going to do this. We've looked at the bearish. We've looked at the bullish. Now let's move to our predictions, and then we'll talk about trades. Bitcoin is in a rising wedge. That is very bearish, as we've talked about. And rising wedges and RSI divergence are very rarely ignored. We've talked about that on the channel. These are very powerful chart formations, and they don't get ignored very often. However... One thing to keep in mind is that $50,000 is a very important region. And the fact that we broke bullish out of it just about 16 hours ago and breaking that psychological barrier means that there is a good likelihood that we're going to sit here for a little while. We didn't break this with a lot of confidence. Notice we broke it and we only moved to 50200 I've watched Bitcoin break big levels like $20,000 before. And then guess what happened? We moonshotted. Right here on December 16th, 2020, we broke $20,000. And within like two days, we were at twenty four thousand dollars that's not what we've seen happen this time bitcoin has broken fifty thousand dollars and is sitting at fifty thousand two hundred a lot of times you'll see a fake out breakout above a psychological resistance level like this and then it won't last very long because it didn't get the momentum that it needed take a look at the volume here what volume? That is not a confirmed breakout as far as I'm concerned. Yes, the number is $50,262 at the time of recording this. That is not a confirmed breakout, even if it is above that level, because we have not seen a lot of volume come in. We have not seen any confirming indicators saying that we're about to go to 51, 52, 53,000. What I think is going to happen this week is that unless we see a bunch of volume come in on Monday, now that a lot of people are coming back to trading, and that is possible, I think that Bitcoin is going to either trade sideways here, pull back slightly, and Frankly, there's an opportunity for Bitcoin even to create a head and shoulders pattern right here by pulling back below 50 down to 47 and uh, down to 48 and a half, testing 50 again, and then moving to the downside. I'm not very bullish on Bitcoin this week. However, mm. If Ethereum breaks bullish and if Cardano manages to maintain its momentum, then that could spill over into Bitcoin and cause it to rally. But looking at Bitcoin purely as its own force, I think it's going to trade sideways. If at most I would see it going to 51 and a half, I'd be relatively surprised if it went above that this week. Yeah. What do you think on that, Tim? What are your well, predictions? So I even want to want to make sure. Do you guys have your rough 
predictions in your brain. I know you don't have kind exact of, numbers. Kind of. But like I have my exact numbers. Do you? And I have my reason for them. I'm going with Poe. I don't have mine yet. You're just going to go with what Poe said? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So I have mine, actually. I, okay, I will give a hint to you guys as to what I think I'm using mostly for my prediction. Yeah. And that is, look at what has been happening on the Bollinger Band. You can use the daily chart if you want. I think it's a little clearer on the four-hourly chart. But look at what is happening with Bollinger Bands on all three charts, really. Uh, what we have seen every single time we touch kind of the tips of those Bollinger Bands is a, a sideways and slightly uh, bearish uh, correction. And, and I believe, you know, we're seeing obviously Cardano sitting there and we're about to talk about that. Bitcoin is about to touch there and get to the peak. It's going to be there. But I don't think that correction is going to last much longer than three or four days. And we have four more days, five more days until that. I think we're going to see potentially a similar situation to what we saw last week. Uh, where we move sideways down and then rally towards the end of the week. I would hope to see that. That's good. Uh, yeah. So, Smay, do you have any prediction? Do you have any ideas of what Bitcoin is going to do? You don't have to say your prediction yet, but no. Okay. Well, guys, in chat, I want to hear what you think. I'm going to go ahead and show you what I would do if I were looking to trade this market. We're going to start, of course, with Lux Algo because Lux Algo is the number one trading indicator that we use on this channel. It is phenomenal. And in fact, Tim was looking at Cardano earlier on the four hourly chart for the last 17 days from well as there's 20 days from August the 3rd to today. Um, and he was finding that if you had a literally just followed the buy and sell signals and bought when it said buy and sell when it said sell, you would have yeah. made like 80%. Yeah, I think based off the math I did, and again, I'm going to be testing this next, probably not next week, we're going to get into the office. In two weeks, I'm going to start this, and it's probably going to end up living on between two coins. But I'm going to compare probably just with Bitcoin. I'm going to have restricted hours. We'll create the rules and make sure you guys know them. But I'm going to compare three different portfolios of trading. One portfolio is using Luxago to trade on the daily chart, one on the four hourly chart, and one on the hourly chart, and see which chart is the best to follow. I think if I had done it this past week, based off of what I was looking at, if I had been doing it on Cardano, for example, I think the daily chart would have been the best. There was a couple yeah. times where you it told you to sell, and then before it told you to buy, the price actually went up. So if I had just been in it the whole time, it would be best. Uh, however, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit different on the Bitcoin. Obviously, Cardano had a really special week last week that I'm not even sure that those who were involved with Cardano were expecting yeah. it to jump that way. Cardano rallied crazy. Maybe, hard. I don't know. You know, They're smarter than I am. Give, but, us, give us a one in chat if you'd like to see that show on uh, Between Two Coins on Friday, and give us a two in chat if you'd like to see a dedicated video go up on Saturdays. Yeah, we can do that. We because could we could do it. that. We could just clip it and send yeah, it Yeah, we could clip that and put it up on Saturdays. Yeah. Tell us what you think about that. So, here is what I would do if I were looking to trade Bitcoin. Number one, Get Lux Algo. Links in the description box down below. If you don't have it, you're missing out. We've got a bunch of people that have signed up for it now, and they're making a lot of money. We heard of one guy who super chatted a while back. He said he made $1,000 in a day from trading all yep. of it, so he used some of the money to super chat. We appreciate that. Yep. I would be paying close attention to Lux Algo. We're still on a buy signal, but keep in mind that we've seen this buy signal quite a while ago. Bitcoin has rallied quite far. Looking at the four-hourly chart, Bitcoin is sitting up around 67 on the RSI. I would be very careful about entering a long position here. And I would also be very careful about entering a short position. Sometimes you guys are going to hear me come on here and talk about trade setups, and I'm basically going to say, guys, now might not be the time. On Bitcoin, I think there is an opportunity, but I don't think the opportunity is yet. I think the opportunity is an if-then statement if you're a coder. Right now, Bitcoin is bullish, yes, but it's at the very extreme of its bullishness. You don't want to buy into a market when it's sitting right at resistance 
If you're going to do that, then you want to do it right after you've broken the resistance with volume. Right now is about the worst time that you could possibly buy Bitcoin if you were in a trade that you're going to be in for the next two or three days. Worst time. Why? Because we're sitting at 70 on the RSI. You're not going to be getting a good deal on that trade. And two... Because you're sitting at the resistance, and the resistance is more than likely going to be respected, and Bitcoin is more than likely going to have a correction. Let me pose you this question if you think Bitcoin is just going to moonshot from here. Where is that momentum? Bitcoin has been losing momentum over the last three weeks. You want to bet with that trend. Now, here's the trouble. It's very dangerous to bet against the uptrend because we're in an uptrend, but the momentum is slowing down. So you have a trend of slowing momentum that you don't want to bet against, but you also have a trend of um, increasing prices that you don't want to bet against. So right now, if you're a trader on Bitcoin, you kind of are stuck between a rock and a hard place because you don't want to bet bullish because they're slowing momentum and that would be unwise, but you also don't want to bet bearish because you don't want to bet against the uptrend. So what do you do in this case? Here's what you do in this case. You look for support and resistance and you wait for a breakout. I think if you entered a trade right now, you'd be making a mistake personally, but if you look at our uptrending level of resistance here and our flat level of support now at $50,000 and pay close attention to that and look for a big breakout on volume, then you might have a buying opportunity. I'm not going to give you an exact trade setup because there are 101 potential trade setups and none of them are right now. I think there are opportunities for trade setups on Bitcoin. I don't think they're today. I would personally avoid trading this market at the moment on the four hourly chart. Now, if you see something down on the minute chart, I'm not talking about that. I'm not going to get into that, that because I want this video to remain timely at least for the next day or so. But as far as the daily chart and the four hourly chart, I personally don't see a good trade. And one of the best pieces of advice or one of the best lessons I ever learned and the best pieces of advice I can give you is that you don't always need to get into a trade. Sometimes the best thing you can do in trading is to not trade at all. And I think this might be one of those opportunities. When you trade, make sure you're trading with confidence. I don't see a trade that I can make with confidence, so I'm not going to recommend anything. Tim, do you see anything that I'm missing? No, what would you do? I, I, with Bitcoin, I, I would not enter a trade. I, the truth is I wouldn't enter a short or uh, yeah. a long at the Agreed. moment. Because, again, I think it's going to move, I think, more down. So, you know, if you told me gun to my head I had to make a decision to short it or long, I'd probably short it. Yeah. But because I'm free and I don't have to, <laughs> I would just sit and wait and, and see what happens. Uh, it could, like I said, I mean, at the moment, I think it went up a little bit even as we started. The no, it came, came back down to 50,200. Yeah, I think it's going to be moving sideways here for at least a couple days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, but we uh, we have a boatload of super chats. We do that. We need to real quick before we read those some stuff out. Guys, smash that like button. Let's see if we can get to fifteen hundred likes here in the next yeah. ten minutes or, get, or so. We've got three thousand people watching. I know we can hit fifteen hundred likes. It helps us in the YouTube algorithm. Ha have you hit the like button already? I have. Yeah. Smay, did you hit the like button already? No. Smay. Exactly. I I knew there was going to be one in the room. Have you? I hit. I did. And I, I will. Like I will admit it was. I was okay. late. Oh, uh, okay. It wasn't until I got interviewed. Here's the deal. Come if on. I'm setting up the stream, I don't have time to push like buttons. Yeah, okay. It's, it's literally takes one click. You have ample time to push the like nope. button. If you start making excuses for pushing the like button, then the audience can start yeah. making excuses. No, they don't. They we don't can't get any have excuses. That. Yeah. We cannot have that. Smash that like button. All right, let's go. We got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna surmise a lot of these. We're still gonna read them. But it's overwhelmingly happy birthday, Jeb. Uh, so starting off, why wouldn't we start off with Matt C? Let's go, Let Matt. me be the first to wish Jeb a very happy 21st Aww. birthday on behalf of all the Jeb by Knights. You're finally catching up to the rest of us oldies. <laughs> I hope you have an amazing day celebrating my friend. Thank you very much, Matt. I yes. appreciate that. Liberty above all said, happy birthday, Jeb. Ah. What a great present for Bitcoin to smash through 50,000, right? Seriously. Let's go smash those likes. Ah, I got a better present, and that's 3,000 of you guys watching and the channel growing and my team being happy and everything yeah. being successful. That's the best. 
best gift that I can have, and the Lord's blessed me with that, so thank you. Liberty above all, he went again. He said, I'm celebrating Jeb's birthday by buying CT2A. Boom. Let's go. CT2A is in the description. If you guys want to learn TA, it's the best place to do so. Yep. Uh, I am that I am said, happy happy birthday anniversary, Jeb. Hope you have an awesome day, brother, and wish you all the best this coming year. Sincerely, Ah, liberal. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, bud. Uh, Sean... Cheatham said happy birthday Jeb. Thank you. Chris Moe said happy birthday Jeb. That well, is thank all. You. That is all. Okay. <laughs> Kenneth Gardner, happy rebirth. Crack a beer for me, youngster. Everyone hit that. It's true. LFG. You know what's funny? My dad bought me a beer for my birthday. Yeah. And he wrote on it on Sharpie. He said, the first and last beer you will ever drink. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to get. Um, again, a lot of said, a lot of these are our birthdays, but I want to read every single one of them. Tanner Brooks said happy birthday, Jeb. Thanks for all the great information and for always being sincere. Thanks to Tim Smay and the rest of the crew as well. Appreciate that. TZ said good morning happy birthday Jeb let's go ADA thank you TZ yeah let's Greg, go ADA Gregory Grezik Greg uh, that's how his name's pronounced for anyone who's wondering mm-hmm. that's Grezik happy birthday Jeb thank you for inspiring me to invest in myself hashtag McAfee Media for life what's a blow off top again a blow off top is when the market rallies so far so fast that everybody gets really exuberant and then everybody sells it because they just made a ton of money and it crashes has that happened anytime recently Happens all the time. That is a, that, happens I mean, all the time. Bitcoin was definitely a, Bitcoin. Well, no, in, Bitcoin didn't have a blow off top in May. It had a rounded top. <sighs> it had a blow off top in uh, December of 2017. Yeah. It had a blow off top in mid 2018, 2019. Maybe, maybe my definition of blow off top then is is not quite right. All right, bullish Kenny G said, "God bless you early in life because you he knew you guys would help change lives. Thank you guys for the content and hope of a better future. Praise to Christ for that." Uh, Corey said, "9:30 snuck up on me quick this morning. Glad to start the day here. Awesome." Crypto Lifer, happy B Day. I stream you like daily and would love to do an interview. Let me know if there's, uh, let me know. Thank you. All you do, God bless. Yeah, shoot us an email, supportcryptojeb.com. We might be able to get that set up. Absolutely. Here's a, here's a question on for advice, I guess. And I know you're not going to give financial advice on this, but uh, I don't know how it's not said. Kazi Paz, I think. Casey Paz. Should I put 60000 in Bitcoin or ADA? I would personally not put $60,000 into one or the other. I would diversify. Um, So, as always, whenever I'm asked a question, you guys know this. Repeat it with me. Number one, what's your time horizon? Number two, what's your risk tolerance? Uh, How long are you planning on being in Cardano and Bitcoin? And are you able to take a risk with $60,000? The question I ask people a lot is, is $60,000 a lot of money to you? $60,000 is chump change to some people, and it's life savings for others. I can't answer that question for you, but some of those questions that I just ask and help guide you to the right answer. Gotcha. Um, Four by Grace said, Isaiah 43, 1, but now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. Happy birthday, Jeb. Thank you very much. Amen to that. He gave it, yeah, he gave it twice. Um, So it's the same message right underneath it. Ballers TV said, thoughts on Dogecoin? Would you ever invest? No. Oh, yeah. I would not. Not once. I would not. Tim had to. It was the worst day of my life. Tim did have to. It was rough. It was rough. So bad I have to speak in third person now about it. (laughs) Corey said, happy birthday, Jeb. Had no idea it was your day. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate that. And then last one, at least I see so far. Eric Liddell said, Jeb, remember on this day you became... You come from a long line of resilient and determined tadpoles. On this day, you were the only one to survive the gauntlet of your mama's lady parts. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I guess I, I probably well, should start reading these before I read them out yeah, loud. Yeah, I read maybe them strain them. Like, <laughs> you might want to strain them. Um, I don't... Uh, that is... Guys, come that on. That makes me uncomfortable. Oh, gosh. I <laughs> you need to, you yeah. can have your super chat back. Oh, no. gosh. <laughs> Anywho, guys, we got a lot more content to jump through here. Thank you very much for the well wishes. I very much appreciate it. A lot of people always ask you on the 
birthday, you're like, do you feel older? And normally I always respond, yeah, I feel a day older, but I actually do feel a lot older today. Like 21 is the last birthday before you feel like a full adult. And now I don't feel like a kid anymore. I don't know. It's cool. I appreciate it. Guys, we're going to move on to Cardano here. Any questions, make sure to put them in the chat. Uh, we got another one from Jedi Master Stumpy donated $30, said Stumpy's first super chat. Come on. Aw, happy birthday, Jeb. Love and respect. Obviously the poorest fan, but I'm the biggest fan. Yeah. Stumpy, that's going to turn around for you, buddy. I'm praying for you. I know that it will. Just keep working at it. We didn't make a... <laughs> we, back when it was just me, I didn't make a penny on this YouTube channel for eight months, and I worked on it for hours a day, every single day. It takes perseverance. It takes dedication. It takes outworking your components of uh, components, competitors, and you're going to be just fine. Keep mm -hmm. working, and you'll get there. Guys, and the power of prayer is also very powerful as well. well. Let's move on to Cardano because Cardano is doing very well. Cardano is currently sitting at $2.86. And just like we talked about the bullish and the bearish on Bitcoin, we're going to do the same here on ADA. I'm going to jump over to my notes here so I can read straight off of them. Bitcoin, excuse me, Cardano is seeing bearish RSI divergence on the daily chart. If we look out to the daily chart... There is very clearly bearish RSI divergence showing up here. We have an uptrending level of resistance and a downtrending level of resistance on the RSI. This is important because just like on Bitcoin, RSI divergence is very rarely ignored. We can also see over here that MACD is crossing bearish on the one hourly chart. The reason I'm referencing these notes so much is because Tim was the one that actually did this TA. I am reading his notes, so shout out to kind of crypto Tim. He's yeah. very he's very quickly approaching crypto Tim. You'll have to tell Man, us in I chat. I feel like if I win this week and I win the HODL trophy, if you win the HODL trophy, up, that might have to be that the upgrade should just be an automatic that, yeah it yeah. might give us a one in chat if you think tim winning this week should upgrade him to crypto tim and a two if you think he's not ready for it it's been eight months it feels like it's been two days, but it's been eight months. I think he it's might be getting quick. there. It came up on me. It, I know. It came up quick. Yeah. Anyway, we're seeing bearish RSI divergence. On, excuse me. Bearish MACD crossing on the hourly chart, but there is also bearish RSI divergence here on the hourly chart as well. Looking at more of Tim's RSI, uh, uh, TA here, we can see that we're overextended on the Bollinger Bands on the daily and the four-hourly chart. If we look at the BB, then we can see that BB is showing that ADA is overextended on the four-hourly and out on the daily. We're riding the top of those. And also bearish, we're looking that we broke resistance on the rising wedge. This is probably the most interesting bearish call that we have made in quite some time. Let me show you what this means. Cardano was in a rising wedge that looked just like this. Rising wedges, as you know, I've said, break bearish 70% of the time. And quite frankly, looking at this rising wedge, it reminds me, this is the first rising wedge in probably 20 rising wedges that I've seen break bullish. So I might need to update that statistic. That is the statistic that I learned when I was learning TA back in the school of YouTube and learning it the hard way. Honestly, rising wedges seem to break bearish a lot more than 70% of the time. Anyway, We've broken bullish out of this rising wedge. Now, what do we do with this? What, what do we do with a rising wedge that breaks bullish? Because a rising wedge is already a very uh, steep pattern. So breaking bullish out of a rising wedge is very difficult. It's like, first you have to be very strong just to get into a rising wedge. But then breaking bullish out of it is even harder because you had to do so much just to get there in the first place. It's, it's, it's just very difficult. Um, I personally am a bit conflicted. But I actually think this is a bearish thing, and I'll show you why. I've seen many times on the history of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano, and I've actually seen it most on Ethereum, Bitcoin will break bullish out of a rising wedge, and then very quickly it'll pull right back into it because of what I just said. It's so hard to get into a rising wedge in the first place, and then breaking bullish out of it is even harder because you had to expend so much fuel just to get there in the first place. I personally think this is a bearish factor, and that Cardano is going to pull back below both of these trend lines in the next couple of days, and probably be around $2.50, $2.60, maybe $2.60. 70 cents. Here's the thing, though. 
Cardano is in a hype cycle right now, and it is in the first part of a blow-off top. I'm telling you, it is a blow-off top. It is going to rally very far, and it is going to have a big, probably 10, 20, 25% correction at some point in the next two weeks. Mm. That is what is likely. There are no guarantees in technical analysis. For all I know, it could rally to $10 and just set up there. 90% likelihood it's going to rally more, and then it's going to have some kind of big correction, the same way we saw last time and the same way we saw at the end of 2017 on Bitcoin. The reason I was saying that 2016, uh, excuse me, 2021 was not a blow-off top is because, see, we had this like rounding action right here. A blow-off top looks like this, where we rally very quickly and then pull back very quickly. A blow-off top also looks like this in 2017, where we rally very quickly and then pull back very quickly. That's why I think it's going to happen on Cardano. I don't think we're going to see one of these rounding tops like we saw on Bitcoin, where you gradually lose momentum. I think we're going to see a blow-off top where we rally very far, very quickly, and then we have a big correction. Other bearish factors are this. RSI is sitting at 84, very much in overextended territory. And the TD sequential, guys, is, well, truth be told, it's technically reset. It technically reset back here. I don't count that because, quite frankly, this little correction was not enough to reset it. Technically, the TD sequential has reset, but I'm personally not the biggest fan of it. Now, we're going to move on to the bullish case here in a second. Since this is Tim's TA, I want to see if I missed anything. Tim, do you see anything else that's bearish? And any questions, please drop them in the chat. No, I, mean, I think I think that you hit most of it again. I'm, I'm also trying to watch chat, so I didn't hear every single point exactly as you made it. But the big ones there are, obviously the bearish RSI diversions and then uh, you covered the Bollinger Bands mm-hmm. that one I missed yeah mm-hmm. so again that's something that I'm looking at pretty extensively is that Bollinger Band is overextended and if I look back to what's been happening the last couple of weeks with the Bollinger Band you see a common theme it moves slightly downward and to the side for a couple of days before another quick rally uh, so that is Gosh, and as we're as we're speaking, when we started this stream, it was at two dollars and eighty two cents. It's now at two eighty eight. So it has not done its correction yet. Mm-hmm. That does not mean it's not coming. Yeah, and so. I don't think it's going to yet. And I'm going to clarify that in the bullish segment. Yeah, oh, great. Go for it. Cool. Okay, so looking at the bullish technicals now, I'm going to read straight from Tim's document. Number one, we have a golden cross on the daily chart between the fifty and the one hundred. This is pretty important because golden crosses, mm-hmm. as we said, are pretty powerful. Now, go- bearish cr- uh, death crosses, I haven't found to be terribly useful. Frankly, they seem like counter indicators, but the Golden Cross can be indicative of a long-term uptrend. It depends on the context. Right now, we're seeing a bullish Golden Cross between the 50 and the 100. Now, generally, when you use terminology like Golden Cross, you'd be talking about the 50 and the 200. That doesn't need to happen because we never had a death cross. We're still bullish, and we have been ever since May of last year. So we're pretty bullish as far as that is concerned. Looking at the rest of his TA, we can also see that MACD is very strong on the daily chart, on the daily and the four-hourly. The MACD is continuing to the upside. As we talked about, we are seeing some bearish RSI divergence on some of these time frames, but in general, it does look pretty strong here. We can also see that volume is increasing. As we can see right here, I mentioned this just a second ago, the volume has been rallying as uh, as we've been moving to the upside here ever since about two weeks ago, and we were sitting at half of where we are right now. So the volume's strong. That's backing up this rally. That's a good thing. Another thing I'll add in here is that we saw a bullish engulfing candlestick between the 17th of August and the 18th of August. That is a good sign. And we're also sitting still on top of the 20 exponential moving average. In fact, we haven't even really had to come down and test it. On the four-hourly chart, we've been sitting above it as well. So as far as the bullish factors are concerned, all of that, plus obviously we broke all-time high. That's very bullish. And one final fundamental fact is that Alonzo is launching in about three weeks on September the 12th. So what are the predictions and trades here? My prediction is this. 
I think Cardano is going to go to at least $3 before it has a correction. Might even go higher. Mm. That's why I want to clarify what I was going to say earlier. Cardano has a crap ton of momentum right now, and I am hesitant when a market is in this state to call a top at any point because I've done that before, and the, ra- and the market rallies for another week. I've seen it happen many times. I end up being right, but I get the timing wrong. Obviously, Cardano needs a big correction. The issue here is there's not much technical analysis to tell us where the top is. The top could be right now or the top could be at $5. We don't really have a whole lot to go off of. This is one of those more nuanced things that I've learned through experience trading and, excuse me, not trading, doing technical analysis on Bitcoin every single day for over four years now. I have watched this happen many times. I'll give you an example, actually. On Bitcoin, and this is just something that I had to learn through trial and error. On Bitcoin back here in 2019, we rallied from $3,000 to $13,000. And starting right around here, I was saying, guys are rallying too far. Guys are rallying too far. Guys are rallying too far. Guys were rallying too far. I ended up calling the top a lot earlier than I should have. And I learned, hey, Jeb, when you're rallying and you are in a massive hype cycle, be careful about calling where the top is because you don't really have any idea where it's going to be. And there's not much evidence to point to where that top is going to be. I can't really give you a prediction on what Cardano's top is. I can't tell you if it's going to be in the next three days or in the next two weeks. I just don't have anything to go off of. The only thing I really have to go off of is that Cardano has more than doubled right now. If it keeps rallying, it is going to have to get more and more volatile. Volume, uh, more and more investment capital into it. It's sitting at $90 billion. The further it goes, the harder it is for it to continue the rally. Mm-hmm. And Alonzo is launching September 12th. That's really all the information I have to go off of here. So I'm not going to give you a prediction on where I think it's going to top out. I do think it'll end up falling back below the rising wedge. And I think it'll probably not rally for more than another two weeks. But Cardano doesn't always follow the rules. And we are in a blow off top. So it's very difficult to make that prediction. So I'm not going to give you a prediction on Cardano because it would be irresponsible of me to give you a prediction based on evidence that I just don't have. What I will tell you is this. If you're looking to trade Cardano, kind of similar to what we said on Bitcoin. It's in an unhealthy territory. It's too bullish. It's the exact opposite of of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is bullish, but it's not bullish enough to be confident in it. It's in a weird position, sitting right there below resistance, but it doesn't have a lot of momentum to break it. And you don't want to bet against the trend by betting it's going to correct when it's in an uptrend. You don't want to do that. It's a bad time to trade Bitcoin. On Cardano, if you long Cardano right now, you're longing at 85 on the RSI. That's a cardinal sin in technical analysis and trading. You don't trade and you don't buy when there's overbought RSI. You don't do it. You you don't buy at 85 on the RSI. It's irresponsible. However, we're in a massive uptrend and we can't figure out where the top is because we don't have enough information. So you don't want to short it either because you don't want to bet against the trend. Uh. This is not a time I would be entering a trade on Bitcoin or Cardano. And that's okay because you want to make sure that the trades that you do enter are responsible. You want to make sure you're not entering a trade just for the sake of entering a trade. This is one of the things that people don't really think about. We always think about how do we make the best trades? Sometimes the best trade you can make is not trading at all. Yeah. I think there is a good trade on Ethereum. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. So long as it's still there tomorrow. I think it will be. By the way, it's a long it's a it's a uh, it's a long position. I don't think there's a good trade on Cardano and Bitcoin right now. I think the best thing we can do is sit back, watch, and wait for a better opportunity. Tim, do you disagree? Do you see a trade set up? Do you think I'm right to be saying, let's pump I, the brakes a little bit? It, it, it's one of those things that it's like if you were in Vegas trying to make a bet, man, the the payout could be huge. Mm-hmm. The, to term, to use the term that we've used a couple times here, the pumpamentals. Mm-hmm. 
it's hard to argue with the pumpamentals. Mm-hmm. But there is also this concept of, hey, guys, there is a point where pumpamentals start to fade. And I loved what Jeb said about the market cap is just increasing and increasing and increasing, which is great, you know. But every time it increases, it makes it even harder to keep increasing. Yep. Uh, so it's one of those things like, man, like I know that there's been a lot of people getting into it recently. How many more people are there left to get into it? Or, or, you know, how many more people have more money to get into it? Because in all reality, I know Greg, for example, sitting here, he got in, I don't remember the price, but it was somewhere around like 130. So he's yep. been in a long trade since I think even below 130, right? He's seen how much profit he's in right now. I think he would be very hesitant to put any more into it right now. If yes. anything, he's sitting here teetering with the concept of, yes. All right, is this high enough? Let me exactly. take some profits. I think there's a lot of people with that mindset yep. that have gotten into Cardano and they might be coming out. Now, I could yep. be wrong. Like I said, the pump metals are still showing. Like as we speak, we just crossed 290, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens, but it is one of those things because I have learned from being burned by some trades. I'm I'm more of a conservative trader now. This is not a risk that I'm. Yep. I think is worth taking. And that's wise. And I'll tell you why. And great job, Tim, for thinking about the psychology. Because remember, guys, technical analysis is all about trying to figure out what other people are thinking, so you can figure out how they're going to trade. So you can figure out how they're going to manipulate the market. Not a bad way. Just how are they going to move it, so that you can figure out what the market is going to do. Watch that back. That's really important. That's what technical analysis is. You're trying to figure out the mass psychology. Let me put it this way. This might sound rude. I promise it's not. It's just a fact. The farther Cardano rallies, the less intelligent it is to buy Cardano. So the farther Cardano rallies, the more noobs are buying it because it's a bad idea to buy up there. And I guarantee freaking you, there are no institutions. There are exactly zero institutions that are buying Cardano with the hopes it's going to rally for the next seven days. It's irresponsible. It's stupid. They would get probably yelled at or fired by the people that that they are managing money for if they did that. It's a bad idea. The people buying up here are retail, and most likely they are retail that have not much experience in crypto. I've been in crypto for a long time. I've bought the top many times. I've gotten burned many times. It's a mistake that I don't want you guys to make. I'm saying this with all humility, but it is something I've learned through my vast experience in technical analysis. I have been doing this every single day for four years. I've watched it happen dozens of times. Pump the brakes. All of that to say, Cardano is a fantastic project. I want to make that clear. I love Cardano. I think Alonzo is great for it. I think Cardano is going to $10. Is now a good time to buy in? Absolutely not. It's a horrible time to buy in, and you'd be making a big mistake if you do. The farther we rally, the more people start thinking, hmm, I want to sell and buy a Lamborghini. You're not getting a bunch of people thinking up here, the wise traders and the wise investors and the institutions. You're not getting a bunch of them up here thinking, hmm, I want to buy more Cardano after it's rallied 175%. You're not getting that. That being said... There are a lot of new people to crypto that will jump on a bandwagon and throw their life savings in something. So we're really at a toss-up. I've made my point. The future is a little bit uncertain on Cardano. You don't want to be going and betting on a lot of uncertainty. That's how you lose a lot of money. Cardano is at two uh, two ninety three. I I said literally ten minutes ago it's probably gonna go to three dollars. It's probably gonna go to three fifty or four to be honest with you. Probably is not something you want to trade off of. You want to trade off of a very high probability and close to a certainty. And be careful about trading right now. It would be unwise, in my humble opinion. Let's read some more Super Chats, guys. We have nearly 4,000 people watching. Thank you very much for that. Make sure to hit that like button. And by the way, guys, if you want to learn to do the kind of technical analysis that I'm doing right here, make sure to check out the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. We have 45 videos and over 15 hours of high-quality educational content to teach you everything you need to know about technical analysis. And let me tell you why it's important you sign up. Here's why. I've been doing technical analysis every single day for the last four years. And you know what has taken me the most time of building this YouTube channel? 
It's been learning how to do TA. Running a company in the last year has taken roughly the same amount of time as it took me to learn TA. I'm a full-time business owner. I work 40-plus hours a week every single week. It takes a lot of time to do that. It's taken just as much time to build my skill set here in TA. And you know why? Because I had to learn the hard way. A lot of people ask, Jeb, why would I buy your course? Why would I go through an academy when I could just go Google all the answers? Because you don't know the questions to ask. That's why. That's why you go to college. That's why you go to school. You can't figure out when you're five years old how to do your alphabet if you don't know that you need to know your alphabet. Right? You don't know what you need to know, so you can't go and Google these things because you don't know what question to put into Google. Have you ever tried to figure out the name of a song that has no lyrics? You know how frustrating that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you, you can't type it in, there's no lyrics. What, are you going to type in the notes? Are you a musician? If you were, then you wouldn't need to figure it out because you probably already heard it. Mm-hmm. Try figuring out the name of a song with no lyrics. Mm-hmm. Good luck. You're not going to. What you are trying to do here in Bitcoin is the same thing. That's what we're doing is we're giving you the answers to questions you didn't know you need to ask. took me 5,000 plus hours over the last four years to learn TA. I can shorten that down by a lot by holding your hand and guiding you through the process. This is the most profitable way to make money in the cryptocurrency markets and the stock market. It's been used for over 100 years by investment bankers, and you want to make sure you're not missing out. Before we move on to Super Chats, because we do want to get to those, I'm watching chat. What they're discussing a lot is the fact that Japan exchanges will be able to use uh, have Cardano mm-hmm. in two days on the 25th, yep. right? So uh, what are your thoughts on that real quick? I think that's going to add fuel. to That's like pouring jet fuel on a fire right yeah. now. The problem is jet fuel burns very hot, but it doesn't burn for very long. I was going to say, th- th- this is for sure got to be one of those scenarios where it's buy the news sell the release mm-hmm. the release is in two days the release is in two so days. maybe exactly what you're saying the top might, might be in two skyrocket days. i think 354 dollars a little high but maybe 320 maybe 330 maybe. and then just whoosh yep have a nice little correction yeah because not only do Jap- japanese people want to get their hands on it to have some of their own but yep. they want to make some profit too yeah guys remember so. japan is the third largest economy in the world behind america yeah. and china it's a big deal and people are and and by the way it's not just retail in, in japan that are going to be buying it's also people in America and the EU and the rest of the world that are going to yeah. be buying off of the hype. So make sure to check that out. All right. Let's move with these super chats. Big Chief Toilet Paper. Great name. <laughs> Top 10 for sure. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Jeb. Mine was yesterday. Question. Hey. When profits take 100%, uh, top 100%, do you take out your initial investment even in HODL or should trades be time sensitive or price? So number one, make sure you have a trading and investment portfolio. Yes. If your investment portfolio is up 100%, yes, pat yourself yes, on the yes. back and put it back in your safe and forget about it. If it's your trading portfolio, I would absolutely take out your principal plus some if you're up over 100%. And then use that money, maybe take out, so let's say you're up 150%. I would take out, this is not financial advice, Maybe it is, but it's not. I'm not po- I'm not posing it this way. This is just what I would do. If I were up 150%, I would take out my principal plus about 25, maybe 30% of that profit, put half of it in my investment portfolio because that's how I build an investment portfolio is when I trade, which I'm mostly an investor nowadays, but when I trade, when I used to trade more, I would take the profits out and the principal out. I would put like half of it into the trading portfolio and then I keep the other half on the sidelines in a stable coin so that I could deploy that into a new trade. That's how I would do that. Mm. That's how I do that. Makes sense. Yeah. Crypto Cal said, happy birthday, Jeb. You're the man. Japan being able to buy Cardano on the 25th seems bullish. Oh, yeah, just, it is. Just touched on that. Definitely is. It, it Yeah, short-term bullish. Like I said, I, I love the that fuse scenario. Like it, it might be a very quick fuse. MK said, happy birthday, Jeb. I tweeted at you two days ago because I have some questions 
uh, about slash need help with CT2A. How can I get my questions across to you? Sure. Uh, you so can they tweeted you? Okay. I didn't see the tweet, but yeah. uh, I'm so, we get flooded with tweets. I'm so really sorry. So uh, go ahead and pose your questions here. I'm more than happy to answer them here on the stream. But also, if you have any questions about CT2A, and this goes for anyone, feel free to email our support line, support at CryptoJeb.com. Mm-hmm. Tim's wife is actually watching that. She is our customer service representative, and she is phenomenal. I'm pretty sure she's caught up on all the, t- on the she's customer working, service. I think there's some old, old ones, but there's also a lot of spam. So she's always yeah. she's going through, like, what's the spam? What's a serious yep. question? What's someone just trying to talk about something about? I don't know. There's, there's someone that I'm like, okay, I don't think we need to respond to that. Yeah. But anyway, John Finnell. He's talking about inappropriate stuff. Yeah. To be clear. yeah He's just, not talking about yeah. customer service. No. <laughs> just people. Yeah. Anyway, John Finnell said, happy birthday, Jeb. Give Smay a raise. Hashtag Team Turtles. Let's go. Hashtag Team Turtles. <laughs> Hashtag Team Turtles. All right. Ballers TV like again said, best cryptos for short-term investments, and can you le- earn a living off shorting? Oh, absolutely. You can earn yes. a living off of trading and yep. shorting. There's Look, I know people that make 100 grand on a trade when they go when they do really well. There, There is a lot of money to be made in trading. In fact, it is. Pro- I've, t- I've said this many times. Trading is probably the. It's very time consuming. But if you're willing to take that time consuming aspect, then uh, then it's very. It, it's one of the most profitable, least responsible, uh, requiring invest uh, ways that you can make money. What do I mean by that? You can make tens of millions of dollars trading and mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about having an entire company and a team that is relying on you if you lose money you're the only one at fault if you want to make tens of millions of dollars anywhere else you got to go be an entrepreneur you're just not going to do it any other way mm-hmm. it's through trading slash investing or being an entrepreneur that's the only way you're going to make big bucks or being a crazy good sales rep it's a lot easier to become a trader than it is to become a ceo and a founder like i am it takes a lot of work i love it that's why i put most of my time into the company not into trading nowadays because i can do more for society society like this and it's never been about the money for me so i don't need to spend all that time trading but if you want to make a living trading absolutely you can um i have a, a third way that you can make 100 million dollars how's that if you have you ever seen antique roadshow oh, oh my gosh yeah so uh, what if you have like your grandma left you a blanket and you you take it to antique roadshow and it and they find it's like a native american original blanket and it's worth that much i mean yeah there you go. Could do that. There you go. It's true. Just, just. This is how Smay makes his money. That's why we don't to pay throw him. It in there. He's just, just got so many antiques he sells. Yeah, that's right. And it supports him. Moving on. Matt C said, "With ADA, do you think smart contracts launching on September 12th is the one fundamental that could keep Cardano moving up?" Yes. However, I think there's going to be yeah. a correction before that. Yes. I, well, okay. And and I think that it's a long-term bullish sign that has short-term bearish consequences of the launch. Yes, agreed. I think something happened similar. I, I don't know what the exact number is right now, but Coinbase, for example, the day it launched, skyrocketed and then plummeted on the same day yeah. and has slowly, slowly been coming back up. Yeah. Ultimately, I think long-term Coinbase having stock in that company is going to be good. But again, mm-hmm. the day it was released, wasn't necessarily that great. Uh, Armando Pepe. Uh Okay. Said, what are your thoughts on Happy and cybersecurity Oracle partnered with Solana and XDC? I love being happy. I'm not very familiar with the partnership it's, it's on the H-A-P-I. other one. H-A-P-I. I don't think I've ever I'm heard I'm not it. familiar so, with it. I'm sorry. Uh, Kelly Bouchizen? I don't know. Kelly, though. Happy birthday, Jeb. Mine is tomorrow. Man, we got a lot of birthdays Thank you. House. Appreciate that. Happy birthday to you, too, man. Helio Z said, are you forgetting institutional pumps, guys? Also, Cardano is about to list on Japan. ADA is cheap for institutional investors, non-exchange trading. Cardano is not cheap for institutional traders. Trading at $3 confuses some people. It's not cheap. Mm-hmm. It is up 175% a month. It is very expensive right now to buy Cardano. Yeah. Um, institutions are not going to be buying Cardano right now unless their clients absolutely demand that they do, which will happen. 
but that's not the institution buying it. That is that is retail investors telling an institution to do it on their behalf with their money. So it's really retail investment. Institutions with their own capital are not buying Cardano right now. Institutional pumps happen. Rarely do you see an institution try and pump a cryptocurrency when it's this high because they're just going to lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're not. They don't have anything to. They don't have anything to gain from that. They just yeah. don't. Uh, moving on. Uh, Ivan Cortez says, "I sent my motion designer email. Hopefully, it doesn't go to spam. I will. I'll definitely keep an eye on that for Ivan. I remember um, that. I don't. I didn't got, see got that one. I didn't get like, it. She does. She she's more likely to think something is legitimate than it is a spam. D- don't get me wrong. There for sure are spams that come in there. So she deals with them. But Ivan, I would be unless you worded it in a way that just seemed like a computer wrote it. I think you should be good." Uh, next one is Chris XRP Ford said, "What do you think about Harmony One?" Yeah, this, yeah, I, I think, think Harmony is a good bit. project. Actually, yeah. I don't know the most. Th- I don't know the most about Harmony. I'm trying to spend more time. I'm trying to find more time in my schedule to do more altcoin TA and uh, more altcoin research because I know you guys are really interested in that. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good project. I haven't used it though. By the way, I, I see in chat a lot. I've seen this a couple times now, and I saw I saw someone say like that it's actually he denied it, but people are saying what are, what are your thoughts about Charles saying that Cardano will hit a hundred and fifty dollars by the end of the year? I don't think he's the said first that. response is I think someone was confirming he denied it. Also, that's not something Charles would say. Charles, Charles has actually been on record by saying uh, stop asking me about the price of Cardano because I don't care. I was gonna say I don't think he said that. He does not care about. Do that. not think he said that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have a thought about your favorite? Is he favorite today or least favorite person? I I, I was going to say, as much as it's kind of out of char- character, the, by each day goes on, I think it becomes more of his character to say something like that. But, but he's made it very clear that he's like, stop asking me about price. At one, I do not at, in the past, price. he has. Okay. But I think as time goes on and these pumps happen, the more like... Uh, hype up he is about it, so I think he's gonna be like, guys. I, I feel like you're not. To well, your you're point not of in him store. being arrogant, you know, he is. He rides the line of prideful slash arrogant, but it's never been. It's never been correlated to the price. It's he is prideful slash confident in the product. To be fair, I don't price. think he said that, yeah. but I do think eventually it will be something he says. Anyway, I think he'll say stuff sounds like that. Good. Zig and Zag said XRP is trash coin. <laughs> uh, I used to agree with that statement, Zig and Zag. I don't anymore. That's a great name. I don't think that it is necessarily like the Bitcoin killer. I don't think it because that's Definitely the biggest not. competitor. I don't think it's going to overtake Bitcoin. But I actually, you know, after that conversation I had, uh, it. <laughs> I think it's a solid project that just, it'll continue to exist and it's good and it serves its purpose. Uh, but it will not be a, it, it, I don't think it'll ever be number one. Yep. Uh, I don't think it'll ever actually. It, you know, it might temporarily I, I cross over Cardano. Don't think it will. But like, I don't. I don't. I don't know if it'll even be able to overtake Cardano, Ethereum, or Bitcoin. I do point. not think that he, that it'll do that. Yeah. Guys, smash the like button. By the way, I know we can get to two thousand likes. We've got almost four thousand people watching. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah. Any more super chats? That's it. For That's now. it, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to price predictions. We got seven minutes left. This is going to be interesting. Like I said, this I have mine, and I, to be I fair, my Cardano one changed slightly, but again, you guys haven't even set your numbers in, so that's I feel like that's okay. I actually am going to agree with Poe here. You're going to agree with Poe. All right, so, Smay, do you have your numbers? Yes, I do have my numbers. So I have mine. I, I'll, I don't have mine written or So go confirmed. ahead. Go ahead. You, I'll go first. Just, okay, go. you go. What do you got for Bitcoin? I think that Bitcoin is going to be at $50,800. Why'd you lick your lips so ferociously? I didn't even know I did. To be honest, I didn't even realize I did. I, I so heard you think it it's going to go up a little bit? I think it's going to pull back and go up just a little bit. Okay. All right, what do you got for Ethereum? Ethereum. Um, let's see here. There you go, Smay. You like that? Yeah. Um, Thirty-eight fifty. Going to thirty-eight fifty. All right, so this one we need one decimal. 
You gotta have five digits. Thirty-eight fifty. Thirty-eight fifty fifty. Okay. All right, and Cardano. Um, Cardano. Gosh. Um. I'm gonna make the bulls happy. Three fifty fifty. Wow, come on. Three fifty fifty. I don't think it's actually gonna hit that. I just want to clarify. It could. I mean, it honestly. could. I don't think it's going. Well, it could. Actually, I really don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be. Fun. I, t- I rescind my statement. It might. All right, Smee, what you got? All right, I'm, I'm actually scared of what Smee's gonna say. My I prediction am too. in a bad predicament. I am too. My prediction is fifty-one thousand for Bitcoin. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. Thirty-two hundred for Ethereum, and the decimals is literally just zero zero. So, uh, I want to put okay 3200 zero, zero. Yeah, and then ADA is $3.10 and zero, zero, zero. $3.10? Yeah, $3.10. Okay. And then zero, zero. Yeah. All right, so I'm not, not that bad, guys. I, 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 I was afraid that Samay was gonna stick heavily with Posif's prediction and go. No, I, I actually think that Cardano is gonna do another why. Well, I think you, it's but just you gonna went go bullish wild. on Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's the thing. I thought I was going to be sandwiched in the middle, but I got to be the bottom, and I love it. I mm. said 50,000 even on Bitcoin. Good to know, Tim. Uh, 50,000 even on Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Stop. I, I, what? Please don't what? use every single word in the English language as what? a, I don't know what you're talking about. Dirty. <laughs> what? <usage. laughs> I didn't like the way you smiled at me right there. <laughs> fear, I did not show it on camera. I am just... in the middle, though. I said 3,550. Um, oh, okay. And then the last one, I'm the, I'm the, the lowest, the lowest on Cardano at $2.91. Uh, so, I actually really like my predictions. I'm going to tally up this the windows we have for opportunity to win and have that presented by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But it looks like right now, Jeb, you're sandwiched on Bitcoin, mm. but then you're top on everything else. Uh, you're the top on Bitcoin, Smay, but then you're sandwiched for Cardano and you're the uh, lowest on Ethereum. I like my spots being the lowest on both Bitcoin and Cardano because I do think we're going to see a small correction. I, I'm assuming there's something happening in chat. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Tim, you look like you have a tattoo on your right arm. What I know. Is that? It's, it's KT tape. So, oh, that's KT yeah, tape. Gotcha. It, it, my shoulder's exhausted. I was moving this weekend, so my shoulder needed some extra help. There you go. Well, guys, that's all we got for you today. Are there any more Super Chats? There are, actually. There's a few more, aren't there? Are there? Yeah. I'm going to look. Yes, there are. Rise of the Crypto Walker said, happy birthday. Thank Love you. Love Love reply for Big Chief. My hodl is twelve coins. In my opinion, too big on how on how do I cut back holdings? Ethereum, Bitcoin, ADA, Solana, Uni, Sushi, Dot, Link, AV, XRP, Matic, and Link. Was there a question in there? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that's just saying what his is I think that's what that's his, just his portfolio. Are, yeah. Cool. Uh, last one from Ahmad Holly. Uh, um, Ahmad Ali. I don't know why I said it that way. Ahmad Ali said, "Happy birthday, Jeb. May God bless you. And can you please check AMP and tell us what you think about it?" Uh, definitely, you, yeah. we definitely should. Yeah. By the end of today. By the way, somebody asked Jeb, "Where were you during the bear market?" I was. I was right here. Right here. <laughs> Been making content for the last two bear markets. Yep. Any, mo- any more? That's that it. it. That's it. We good. Guys, that's all we got for you today. We nope, got a- one more. Oh, one more just Happy came birthday, in. Jeff. <laughs> Thank you very much. Do my God continue uh, my God continue to bless you. Question, should we continue to dollar cost average? I have been dollar cost averaging. Dollar cost average to the moon, maybe. I think yeah. I think you should. When personally. in doubt. When in doubt. All right, so guys, tell us you what- guys heard it here first. We're changing the name to Crypto Jeff. 
Crypto, crypto Jeff. Jeff. No, Crypto Jeff is your hater on t- between two coins. No, you're Crypto Jeff. I'm Crypto Jeb. No, you're crypto Anywho, Jeff now. guys, tell us, are you on hashtag Team21, which is me? Are you on hashtag Team Tim or hashtag Team Smay? Who do you think is going to win the price prediction this week? We want to know. Smash that like button. I know we can get to 2,000 likes before we wrap up the stream. Like I said, we got a bunch of new content coming out later on today. we got some big announcements coming out this week as well, so make sure to tune in for Wednesday's show. we got something cool coming. And we're moving to the new office on Friday, so make sure to look out for that. We have a ton of new things coming to you, and you're not going to want to miss them, but that's all I got. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter also. I forgot about that. Follow us at CryptoJeb over on Instagram and Twitter and at CryptoJeb official on TikTok. We're posting a ton of content over there as well. Make sure to touch. Uh, make sure to sign up for CT2A and Lux Algo. Both of those are linked in the description box down below. But anyway, guys, that is going to wrap it out for today's video. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching this video as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.